0: Hello, I have unmuted myself. Have you unmuted yourself?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have. Oh, I don't know. I don't see the punchline. I I know that the expression isn't usual to you, but I really don't get it. Why is it funny or unusual (laughs) to say that someone's get muted or unmuted myself? Probably there is an association I don't know about, but... uh, I tried to ask you a few times and still, I don't get it. How are you anyway? Well,
0: well, if, no, if you say you're going to off yourself, O-F-F, that means you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Off yourself. Right. You get that?
1: Yeah, that's easy. How about muted, unmuted thing?
0: No, once, once you were, we were recording and then you, there was no sound on your part, and I just kept talking. And then you came back on and you were laughing <laughs> and said that you <laughs> you had unmuted yourself. It was just very funny. <laughs> I
1: <don't> know, <laughs> was, again, you know just what? explained it to me. I still don't get it. It's cultural crush, clash. No, crush,
0: no, no, know. no. It's It was just it's just something that nobody ever says i've never heard anybody say it It was just so unexpected and strange it was something i'd never heard before it was
1: yeah because it says mute i mean on my screen it says mute and unmute so i just made a (laughs) verb so what do i do i gotta unmute myself well that's what i said but then again i don't know
0: okay so uh, so just, are we recording this or we're just talking because i yeah we record different... everything no no we're uh,
1: we on the record but yeah oh,
0: everything I I, right. everything i've ever said has been recorded oh my gosh oh absolutely if not by me then by google i don't know <laughs> oh yeah I, I yeah what yeah one you have yeah yeah so um very interesting these days. i'm uh uh would you like to, uh, uh, or would you ex- explain our cover shot and what our title and theme is today?
1: Yeah, the cover shot is about the bright side. I know there is a the dark side, or the, actually, you know what? Speaking about the moon, it, there is no dark side. It, they call it the far, far side. I, I'm not sure how they call it the near side or, or the visible one. Though no, anyway, the dark side is called the far, not dark. And when things get like when you're down, when, when the chips are down, you uh always has to keep in mind that there is a bright side there is a flip side a bright side to everything and uh well, I mean, would like to dedicate yeah, I mean, this like, episode say again
0: if somebody's like in prison and they're gonna get out in 20 years there is a bright side they're gonna get out in 20 years it's still dark for 20 years
1: well, there is, I mean, 20 years is horizon it's too far, but there is the bright side every day, even if you're in prison for life. Cause life in prison. I think, uh, God forbid, right. I don't say we go to prison, but life is in prison is not very much different from
0: life. We, and you have, uh, again,
1: life I'm in prison life. isn't
0: different. No, so they don't much. have, they don't, they don't have Lavazza coffee in prison.
1: Yeah, they are different but, things, and different laws, and different the, the friendship they have. I mean, I don't want to go into that because you no, might. No, don't go
0: there. Don't start talking there. about friendship <laughs> in prison. Stop. Okay. Just stop it. Okay. Let's let me take control of this. Just stop no, I was going to tell
1: you about the bright side. Drew. You no, and me, tell or me or about the would side. have been in prison if we were in prison.
0: No, for, I don't want to be in for, prison. For okay,
1: maybe it's just me, but 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 go on.
0: Okay, so, so um, you know, several months ago, the sound okay. The sound is great, loving it. Thank you. the 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 uh, several months ago, we made an episode episode about subscriptions and about how difficult it is to to cancel a subscription. So, some people subscribe to magazines or online services or landscape services or news services or all kinds of things that, you know, now it's 2023, you know, you pay with PayPal or a credit card and, you know, you never see anyone and no money is actually handed to anybody because everything's electronic. But, you know, when you try to cancel your membership to a gym or you try to cancel your membership to uh, an escort service or a dating service or a bicycle rental program, any, Anything you try to cancel is very, very difficult. So when you're signing up, someone will always answer the phone on customer service. But when you go through the cycle of, you know, and how may I help you? What is this about? Para ingles en puente numero dos. You know, for English, press number two. Just to get to the person who can cancel something is a dang nightmare. But the bright side is I spent probably an hour and 20 minutes talking to five different customer representatives in customer service, giving them my account number. I'm just trying to cancel the internet in my apartment through AT&T. Yeah. Don't ever. <laughs> don't don't me, mess.
1: Let me let me pause you, okay, for a second, because when you say that I'm trying to cancel, that's a very very uh, popular expression these days, because everybody's trying to cancel everybody else.
0: No, I mean cancel culture is one thing, and ghosting people is another thing. I'm just, I'm in therapy, post okay. trauma therapy, and my heart is starting to race, and I was just getting to the exciting part of my story. And then you yeah, said...
1: I, I, okay, sorry. I just thought you were about to tell me about the cancel culture.
0: But, but No, I don't want to talk about the cancel culture. I want to talk about how many people, how many hoops I had to jump through right. just to cancel my account. And, and I talked to, you know, Saeed, and I talked to Raul, and I talked to Sadri, and I talked to... Nigel. And then I talked I talk to all these different customer service special reps. They took down my information. They took down my account number. They took down everything. They. I had to go through reasons why I wanted to cancel. They tried to sell me a television bundle package. I said, I don't have a television. I don't want a television. I just like to cook. You know, they promised they would help me. You know, Twenty minutes later, another call. Fifteen minutes later, another call. I, I, I said, you, "You can't. You you you're not helping me." Cancel, and then they would switch me to a different representative. Finally, I got a woman on the phone, and I, I felt like there was maybe hope. But but right this before that, true, I right. Well, just it was someone other than these men who were trying to sell me stuff. So I just. I had had, I had had lunch already and I was fortified. I, I had a cup of coffee and I thought, I'm going to look on the bright side. I think if I spend three hours, I can accomplish this. So I imagined the worst possible, well, the worst possible scenario is I could never cancel it. But I thought, what if this took three hours? Would I be willing to spend three hours? So I was. So one of my techniques of working with the bright side is, Imagine the worst possible scenario, then negotiate with yourself how much time you're going to invest in something that you think you want. But, so, but you didn't finish if a woman helped you. Uh, or I'm not. just saying it was refreshing that there was somebody, a different voice. And she lived right. in Illinois and her her voice was very friendly. And I started by saying, I don't want to buy anything. I don't have a television. I'm moving. I want to cancel my subscription so and she it. said fine no problem you lied
1: to her no i did you said you're moving because you didn't have any more excuses
0: left right um yeah something like that and then she yeah, said that, that she would Although she would like right. to offer me the option of suspending my account and then i only pay a certain amount just to have it's still no service, and I said, you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving to a different country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I said. Well, I've tried. I've been like the same. The exact same story happened to me, but gone.
0: No, tell me your story. That's kind of the end of it. Oh, I finally got it. because you're me- in
1: the U.S., I'm in Moscow, Russia, and I've gone the exact same steps. I made the exact same steps to get rid of the landline because these these days nobody uses landline. I mean, in the apartment, I don't need it. Everybody's has right. a cell phone. Right, But they don't right. want to cancel your landline payments because they're getting money from you. And I had to, I don't know, seven circles of hell. I don't know how to describe it. Very much exactly. what you've gone through. Yeah, but yeah. Tell me tell me about that woman. Did she
0: help you? Can can you give me her number? I know you cannot have her number. What I you can't reach her. You have to talk to the all these men first. She's she's kind of that she's your reward for going through all this struggle. Now, the struggle. No, the thing kid. was is the thing was is that only thing I wanted to hear the word is here's your confirmation number. So we reached that after 17 minutes. It it was like well, I may not want to compare this to sex, but things were going really well. (laughs) And then I thought, my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And then she said something that really made me...
1: Because I don't know if it's it's okay to pause, uh, if it's okay if you're in therapy and uh, you're saying something and you get interrupted because the therapist wants to ask you a question or something. So if, if I pause you... Is that okay if I pause you now and then? Because I have. It
0: doesn't seem to matter because you do it all the time.
1: (laughs) No, but. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, I forgot my
0: question. Uh (laughs) No, I'm saying everything was good. Only thing I want was the confirmation number. And then she suddenly said, I said, so now when we hang up, I can go ahead and just live my life because I've got a confirmation number. And she said, just one more thing you have to do. And then my hopes plummeted. I go, what's that? She said, let me look up your account. I said, we've been talking about my account for 17 minutes. Isn't it on your screen? She said, there's a few more things I have to look up. You know, I, I, I don't know. I think she works for, you know, the forces of evil. So I'm just sitting there, like I've got a confirmation number, but somehow, and it's gonna take effect September the fourteenth. I'm super excited. That was yesterday, and and that now she tells me that I that I have a modem that has to be returned. I go, okay, well I'm just gonna take it to an AT and T store. No, I have to go to a UPS store. I have to give them my account number. I go a little this maybe be sure I got the right thing. It's kind of a square box. It looks like a waffle. It's got a bunch of wires hanging out of it. She goes, yeah, Yes, that's, that's your motive. It's like
1: we're in the same city because uh it's exact same story happening here if you want to cancel your subscription. Okay, go on. And by the way, this woman in Illinois, does she have a name?
0: I can't remember if it was Eileen or Kelly. Kelly is a color of green. Kelly green. Caitlin. Kelly. K-E-L-L-E-Y. Kelly. So anyhow, she made me promise. She said, I have to read you this disclosure thing. I go, okay. So I sit there just in a coma, waiting for her to read me like, you know, 47 paragraphs. She reads me about three paragraphs, asking me if within 15 days, I think I could return this to a UPS store. And I say, yes. She said, what did you say? (laughs) I said, yes. So I I have my planner out because I can write everything down and there's a UPS store, like, like you know, I could walk to it. It's like, you know, it's like two streets away from me. So I've written down today, I'm going to go to the UPS store. I'm going to hand them this modem. I'm going to give them my account number. And then I have to do return receipts, something, something, something. And then then the modem will be gone and supposedly everything will be over but then she said well I'm going to send you another email saying that you have had some changes in your account but don't be alarmed now when someone says to you don't be alarmed how does that make you feel
1: no one said that to me nobody ever <laughs> said don't be alarmed to me they always tell me calm down which makes the situation even worse <laughs> I don't yeah know. exactly
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, don't be alarmed. Or like, I have a couple friends that I talk to sometimes about different things. And then this one friend of mine, he's getting ready to leave. And he somehow always, as soon as he's getting ready to leave, he brings up something that I, we have no time to discuss. He goes, well, there's just one more thing I wanted to talk to you about. I go, I don't want to hear it. Do not tell me it. Why are you bringing it up now? So anyhow, I I... I I become anxious when people try to tell me the truth and there's no time to discuss it. But look on the bright side. Today, I'm going out for breakfast. I'm going to get pancakes. No, I'm going to get waffles with pecans in it and scrambled eggs and hash browns and bacon and coffee and grits. That makes me feel great. That makes me feel like, you know, like, good for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything good happening to you today, the bright side? Um, yeah, yeah, I slept
1: well, uh, which doesn't happen often. Uh, yeah, that's the most important good thing that happened to me today.
0: Did you sleep well? No, I haven't slept hardly at all. Well, well I mean, will. no, I don't okay. want to sleep. <laughs> I have a lot of things to so do. You'll have to. <laughs> no, I have nice a lot of things. To... No, no, there's a lot of things I have to do today. I I have to get that modem to the UPS people before, like, the building burns down or something. Uh, I have to, uh, oh, I have to go get just a standard flu shot, not a COVID shot, but just, like, back to school teacher flu shot thing. I have to, what else do I have to do? Oh, there's, oh. Yeah, I have... Oh, this is horrible. Let me tell you the bright side of this really horrible thing. Are you there? <laughs> okay, so... So... Yeah, when okay. you Sorry,
1: I needed myself.
0: Okay, so, <laughs> so... So, I have a lot to do today. So, I I feel that the truth really hurts the truth hurts and you know you know the truth hurts but like at my university university of texas in austin there's a huge tower where somebody like stood with a rifle and shot a bunch of people in the 1960s anyhow um uh, on the tower. i mean what
1: truth the truth hurts whom it hurts you okay well or other people
0: yeah, wait, a minute, wait a minute the the truth hurts so like on the and car- carved around the base of this beautiful tower says, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So it's a beautiful expression about the goodness of truth, the brightness of truth. But what I wanna say is that the truth really sucks because I have been a teacher in different places, different schools, different colleges, different universities, different private schools. And every time you move, or switch to a different school or a different place, you have a different requir- requ- retirement account. And sometimes it's matching funds and sometimes it's, I don't know if, you know, all these different types of, you know, annuities and all this stuff. So anyhow, like I, I just keep switching around different places cause that's, that's how I am. Like I didn't work 30 years in one place and get, I'm not going to get like one check from one place. So I'm kind of a nomad. So anyhow, maybe 15 years ago i left this one school district and there was a certain amount of money there in my retirement account and i could take it out whenever i wanted to and i know that there's sometimes penalties and sometimes this and that so anyhow i tried to take the money out and you know you have to go to a third party who has to verify your account and certify this and you have to have a certain kind of special seal that's you can only get at certain banks and it's jumping through hoops so like i've tried four or five times over the past 10 years since i've been in dallas to get this money out of this one of many accounts that i have and then i go to my bank here in dallas and i talk to the bank manager and i say look these people won't give me my money can you help me then the bank manager's name is paul and paul said oh yeah I'll help you. Let's do a three-way phone call with the girl that's on. Going to pick up the phone and maybe because I'm a branch manager, we can make this happen. So then the woman promised to send the paperwork to me to my address. And Paul said, well, "Why don't you send it to me? I'm at the bank." And she goes, "Well, our standard policy, blah 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 blah." So anyhow, it's like horrifying. So the The paperwork never came. Then I tried to go back to talk to Paul. Paul wasn't there. I asked the the assistant manager, where's Paul? And they said, well, you know, he's out. He's He's hurt his foot. Yeah. I go, well, how does, how, you know, as far as I know, Paul has hands. He can answer his email. No, he's on a, he's on leave. So Paul disappeared for a while. And then I just thought, you know, the world does not want me to have this money. I'm just going to let it go. Then suddenly, I don't know, like two or three months ago, I get an email that teachers have band together and brought, to, brought a class action suit against a specific school district who has mismanaged our funds and won't give it to us. So I'm going to get my money. I'm like super excited. Well, you know, one of the things about looking at the bright side, as soon as you see the bright side, right behind the bright side is the dark side, right? That's where the truth is. So I look at this one piece of paper that they've mailed me. All I have to do is fill out this one piece of paper, put my account number, put the date I started it, put the mailing address, put my bank where I want my money to go to and mail it away. Before October the first or fifth, so I met up with uh, uh, I met up with a lawyer friend of mine for coffee day before yesterday. I thought, yeah, this guy knows the law. He's been to law school, NYU Law. I'm just gonna take it out of my planner and just say, hey, look at this one piece of paper. Doesn't it look like it says, fill it out and sign here and mail it? He goes, yeah. He goes, oh, okay, let's see. It's a class action lawsuit. He says, let's look it up online. So you know what? I'm thinking that my this it's a very small amount of money, $750. But I'm thinking, well, you know, I at least can get my $750 back. You know, you know, I can buy a lot of coffee with that. $750. He looks it up. So I'm going to get it certified, return receipt, notarized. That's going to cost me 20 bucks to get all that done. I've already wasted time just talking about it. And he looks it up online. He says, well, there's this much settlement money and there's millions of people going to get it. He he calculates it quickly. He said, you're going to get about $22 back. How did that make me feel?
1: Well, you know, being a therapist, I was, just for a moment, just imagine that I'm a real therapist. Um, Being a therapist, I would be, getting paid to listen, right? Not give my opinion or give you judgment of what I think of the situation. Or maybe uh, share my own personal experiences with you, as a client, right? As a way of building rapport. So, um, if I were, uh, if that that was my job and you were my client, I would say that would probably made you feel bad. Would
0: that be- Yeah, well, I would say I've been coming to therapy for you for seven years. Of course, you're gonna say it makes me feel bad. And I don't want you just to sit there and listen. I want you to give me solutions to my problems. That's why I show up.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but then I would have answered that. I am here to process your traumas and, and hush out past issues, right? Uh, and you yourself help to help me to guide you, uh, if you know what I mean. So basically, I get paid to be a listener because I like it. I don't have to tell anything. You just sit yes, and
0: you listening. do have to tell me something. I'm getting really mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's your anxiety level? You have no, to tell so me
0: something harder. I'm not <laughs> sad. I'm not anxious. I'm just mad. Yeah, but very the mad.
1: isn't my thing um uh, it's not that uh
0: anyway um talking is your thing <laughs> stop arguing with me <laughs> no you know the would thing about this bright
1: side to, to music,
0: listen to you went right you would right yeah i'm I'm really mad also because my 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 therapist here in Dallas who i've been seeing off and on and also you know father Don was a counselor that I went to talk to talk to, you know, at my parish, my the regular parish family therapist must be really, really busy because I tried to put in a, a, a message, you know, for me to come in and I'm one of her regular people, like, you know. And I don't you know understand. she
1: has to... I mean you in the US you have Alexa. Alexa is um I don't know if you know
0: what Alexa is, but it's basically... I know what Alexa is. I know what Siri is. I know what robot sex dolls are. I don't want any part of it. I need a real person. Yes.
1: Maybe it's just me then, because... Okay, go on. You there?
0: Yes, I'm here. I'm just trying to <laughs> regain my sense of balance. No, What's no The thing is, girl? tell me if it's above it's, five. Is it seven? Yes, it's beyond five. Of course, it's beyond five. Haven't haven't you gone to like patroma the therapy school? Of course, it's beyond five. No, I'm saying <clears> this whole idea of look at the bright side. I personally feel like after darkness is the dawn and then after a day and the day's over comes darkness like you know it's a vicious cycle that we're caught in the idea of looking at the bright side is nonsense to me
1: no it's not nonsense that's why you're here because i'm trying to explain to you why it's not nonsense because you tell me some of your problems uh and half of your stress already gone okay it's automatically vanished and then you can think about the solution. If you need help from me, I'm about to give it. But still the solution is your responsibility because you have to think about that.
0: Don't start playing Father Don with me. I go in to talk to Father Don and he gives me these quizzical looks and you know small smiles and you know expecting me to solve my own problems. Like if I gonna solve my own problems, why did I get in my car and drive over to his office?
1: Yeah, I have never, ever actually
0: met Father Don. Not that yes, I you have. Like you it? have met Father Don. He sent an email back to you and me. I don't remember. But then again, maybe he didn't send it to me. Uh, he CC'd. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyhow, you know of uh, Father Don. Okay, well, also okay. Father Don is not responding. My therapist is not responding. You know, I have to take this modem back. You know, Are my seven
1: like couple, kids, or, or an item. I mean, Father Don and your therapist, because they both not responding. I thought maybe they're a an church. item. It's a
0: church. It's a church, and she's been there for thirty years. She's the family therapist that deals with funerals and weddings and burials and family problems and divorces and anxiety. She's the therapist for the church, and she's both English and Spanish. She's a busy woman. Father yeah. Don was assigned to the parish for a few years. Now he's in Hollywood. So they cycle priests through there every three or four years. The priests are coming and going, but the therapist is there forever.
1: Yeah, look at the bright side, because there is a bright side to it. Isn't there bright side?
0: This is your theme, what? <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, I, I have this imaginary friend. Uh, I told you about him. His name is Jack. Daniel. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't need no therapist. This is double negative, right? I like double negative. Somehow it's not correct, but I love that. I don't
0: need no. I don't need no yeah. friend. Uh, no, it's, it's in songs a lot. They use it? It song, so they use it in songs. They use it in songs sometimes. Oh, I love that. I don't
1: know. Maybe because I'm not a native speaker, but that makes me good, saying I don't need. It makes me. Uh, it's like I'm in power, and uh, in control of the situation. Cause yeah, it's your
0: false positive. Matters. Well, Pink, you know that Pink Floyd's. You know that Pink Floyd song. We don't need no education. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it Pink Floyd? Yeah. Uh huh. Just another brick in the wall. Like we don't need no. That's 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 a double negative. We don't need no.
1: How double positive? Is, can you can you give me a double positive?
0: Uh, do you want it on the rocks or straight, neat? <laughs> <laughs> Smart. A double I mean, positive. Right side.
1: Yeah. Or or false positive, because you said false negative. I don't know. Anyway. The bright side is you're here with me, and uh-huh. uh, you have a company. Even though Father Don has gone to California, uh, why, why did he go to California from Texas? I don't understand. People usually go. No, the other they, way,
0: ass- they assign the the head of his order of priests. He belongs to the Vincentian order. There's Dominicans, Vincentians, Jesuits, all these different orders of priests, and he is a Vincentian. And the head of the Vincentian Society looks at all the priests and they say, where is the best place for them to be? So Father so he was, Father sent,
1: Don, was sworn in as a punishment.
0: Yes, because listen to this. To yeah, so Hollywood, because here he was in Dallas in a super rich parish full of tons of money and tons of people and tons of money and amazing restaurants and people inviting him to very luxurious parties, and 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 he was sent here to raise more money because Dallas has so much money, and all they need is somebody to schmooze these people to get their money out of them so that they can rebuild part of the church, they can improve the school. It's got a school attached to it. So Father Do Don's... We're
1: we 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 on the record, right? Because yes, just, it's very good. It's no, I know that. that. You no, don't people... want to say...
0: No, I'm saying people know this. I mean, everybody in the parish knows this. He he was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful priest. Now, uh, afterwards, he had earned enough credits, you know, to have a couple weeks off. So he kind of disappeared for a while. And then temporarily, he was going to be assigned up to the Pacific Northwest Coast to a girls college. And he was going to <laughs> be their spiritual director. How would you like to be? the a priest spiritual director in
1: the girls college
0: <laughs> you're gonna be the priest <laughs> at the girls college they're gonna come by your office and talk about their problems. <laughs>
1: i don't know what does what does spiritual director do exactly but if if he, he's in the girls co- college uh, uh, <laughs> there's only one way to do things i don't know we you know yeah. what to expect
0: uh, or- no, a spiritual yeah. director, you know, like we did an episode on the sacrament of the present moment and that guy, uh, Dick Cossard, was a spiritual director to this group of nuns and he he gave some talks. So a spiritual director is someone who comes in and gives talks and does, you know, like individual meetings, like, you know, everybody has various sins like, you know, pride and avarice and greed and sloth. So. You know, if you're lazy, that's the that's the the sin of sloth. So a spiritual director is someone who has training in counseling and in therapy and in matters of 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 Christian faith. So um, a spiritual director, you know, he he was going to be up on the Pacific Northwest coast, and I was, also I was thinking of of moving up to Portland, Oregon, and I kept thinking this is amazing. Father Don's going to be gonna be in like I don't know an hour and a half away from where I was gonna be living, I imagine I would just like get in my car and go drive there and uh anyhow, so he, the rumors were that he was gonna be assigned to this this girls' college as a uh the priest who would say mass for you know for the girls and have confession and also do counseling and you know how would you like to be a man? In a beautiful setting, surrounded by girls who have problems.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't like it, honestly.
0: Uh, no, I know he was sent there as a punishment. But he didn't go. No, he didn't go there. They didn't send him there. What happened at the last minute was, you know, some of us uh, enjoy life. We love to eat and drink and go out and listen to music and and eat cupcakes and and expensive coffees like we, we like, you know, we're hedonists. We, we enjoy the physical things of life. And some people don't need too many things. They're kind of like uh, sort of streamlined. They, they don't really need a lot of stuff in their life. But uh, so Father Don, he loves to eat. He's, he's a gourmet cook. And he, he used to offer these dinners that would be raffled off at an auction. People would pay hundreds of dollars for him to come cook at their house. So, you know, Father Don was very much a man of the world so his supervisors assigned him to a it was in Hollywood California kind of near Hollywood which is kind of you know he's originally from you know that that part of the world that's you know where he, he grew up he was a, he was a little little father don um, they assigned him to <laughs> to a house where he was going to be living with older priests, you know, seven or eight older priests, and he, that was his assignment to, and these were priests that did missionary work in the poorer neighborhoods. So he went from Dallas, Texas, to living with older priests who worked in poor neighborhoods.
1: What caught my attention here is the word hedonism. Uh, as I understand that, what you meant is a pleasure-seeking person, uh, or which I know that we have only two motives in life: either avoid pain or to seek pleasure. And uh, but I never knew that, that that's called hedonism. Uh,
0: right. Well, pleasure. yeah. The he he hedonism. I mean, yeah. I, A hedon is someone that you know doesn't pay too much attention to morals or manners or society. They're just you know after their own pleasure. But also, it's somebody that enjoys the the good things of life, like eat, drink, and be merry. You know, and enjoy expensive uh, liqueurs and enjoy an expensive creme brulee or drink scotch or you know whatever whatever you want to do and like have a really nice suit that costs no, But, but, a lot but of if, if
1: you have if you like in your childhood you enjoyed uh with your friends at a beautiful i don't know sunset or not necessarily like sensory kind of pleasures like food or i don't know else and it's not a bad thing right because uh if i'm if i like the sunset, the nature,
0: yeah, the sunset. sunset.
1: Or, yeah,
0: yeah. What sunset. Sunset is it? sunset is good unless it's setting uh, on your property and a drone is, is flying you, by and you know. Yeah,
1: is is your anxiety level going down? Because uh, I I have a feeling that
0: you, you're a little bit calmer than you were a half hour ago. Uh, yeah, I, but then you mentioned the word sunset, and there were <laughs> helicopters, helicopters. <laughs> Flying around my apartment building because there's, there's escaped criminals, there's drug drug deals, so the P- Dallas police, they're not only on, in cars downtown, some of them are on horses, but they also have these helicopters that go that go up with like a light that shines down, so if somebody's like running through the woods.
1: Are you, the helicopter? You're making it sound like you live in a war zone. What? You're not in I'm Indiana. telling you you're the truth. Dallas. You never, be-
0: you never believe me. Don't you know what a helicopter is? Yes. Don't you know that it's dark at night? Yes. Don't you know that sometimes somebody robbed a store and they're running away, or somebody stole a car and they're running away. So. If a guy if the police are up in their helicopters, there's two copters going up above see, I live in East Dallas and there's lakes, there's woods, there's rivers, and it's also very close to downtown. It's very close to some very wealthy parts of town. So quite quite often, like maybe once every two, three months, there's helicopters and they're not up there just like, you know looking at the stars they're up there searching for someone so uh so yeah that was another reason i was <laughs> kind of upset the other day it, I, like I, the I, I I do live in a war zone i, 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 called... I
1: like choppers because they can fly backwards when a plane can't do that when, when i was a little boy i had this model like toys of helicopters. I imagine that when I grow up, I'll be a pilot. and want one of those, but uh, no, See, I'm sad. Have you grown you up? You made me sad. Yeah, you made Have me you sad grown- because uh, I recall <laughs> that, that that issue I had uh, as a kid, that I was going to be a helicopter pilot, and, and now I'm not. And uh, well, I can't so- fly <laughs> that backwards or sideways. So that makes me sad. And all because you mentioned the chopper uh, above Dallas in the sky. Uh,
0: Well, that's why we go to therapy to make the therapist remember really sad things because, you know, when the therapist is talking to people, you know, he or she is also a person and also has feelings and memories. So I think it would be very difficult to be a good therapist because after your clients leave, you still have your own information and feelings to process. But meanwhile, the next client is coming in, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, imag- yeah,
0: imagine after talking to me, we're going to talk to like Mark Stevens. You're going to talk to Jared and the truck driver philosopher. Maybe you're going to talk to Tony Karns. Well, like Actually, we're all- actually I,
1: we never get to talk to them. I mean, we spoke once with Mark and then he disappeared. Uh, well, maybe again, the time difference uh, plays its role. But uh, still, um, yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: What do you agree?
1: with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know, it's true that you know, I think when I was young, I well, I wanted to be an archaeologist. I wanted I I didn't I I enjoyed I wanted to be a detective. I wanted to be I wanted to be a priest for a while because I thought that was pretty cool. And then I also wanted to be but you know, seri- more seriously, Maybe I was about, maybe about eleven years old. I wanted to become a teacher because I saw how awful teachers were and how what a terrible job they did. And I kept thinking, like anybody, you know, people should not have to suffer under miserable teachers. So I guess maybe I was about eleven or twelve years old, and I said, I'm going to become a teacher. And and I did. I became a teacher.
1: But tell me more, could you tell me more about why and and how exactly you wanted to be an archaeologist and find that, you know, like really old things and places where people live and investigate how they lived in it? Tell me more about that.
0: Well, I guess I used, when we, our home base was San Antonio, Texas, where my grandparents and the old Italian aunts lived. But every two years we were transferred because my dad was military. So we lived in Virginia. We lived in, Guam. We lived in Germany. We lived in New York. We lived in Florida. We lived. We lived everywhere. Every two years, we're moving. But we come back to the home base, which was San Antonio. And my grandfather had these National Geographic magazines. So when we were, I was a little girl, I would go into his the back bedroom where the you know it was two beds and a television, and it was kind of a you know, and would I just like lay on the floor and look at these snatch National Geographic magazines and I remember some of my ideas about life were formed from looking at those magazines and there were articles about dinosaurs and exploring Egyptian tombs and then virgin sacrifices the Aztec Indians carrying virgins up these stairs that that was very <laughs> made a big impression like these very strong hispanic looking men carrying they had feathers in their hair, you know, carrying a woman who's kind of fainted up, up the stairs, the steps of the Aztec pyramids. But yeah, I mean, and also they had articles about Anne Frank, you know, in hiding, uh, Nazi Germany. So I was very into like Nazi Germany stuff. Also Russia, Russian, those domes of of the, I guess when you originally learned them, they were onion shaped domes. So like, all that was mixed in my foundation about age, like five, six, seven.
1: When I think of archaeology, we had these um, classes in school when I was fifth grade or sixth grade by archaeology, and I thought, wow, isn't that a great job? Uh, somehow you just find these you know dead people or remains of what left of them and and recently and i forgot about that but recently a few years ago i read the article about hi they they found the king richard iii of england in the middle of london i actually lived in london time, well. and i thought ah. wow the king of england the richard iii he was considered to be lost like forever but then somehow i don't know accidentally again they found him and reburied and i guess shakespeare sure. shakespeare in one of his plays you know or he dedicated one of his plays to you know to Richard III I don't remember but the the fam- fam- the famous expression that uh, I don't remember exactly the the horse for the half of kingdom or for the whole kingdom I don't I can't rephrase that I'm, I'm killing it I'm saying but that was what Richard III said and I knew it from my childhood and then they found him he died in the late 16th century I think and uh and reverted. and that's what archaeologists do and I thought well, no, I want to be a librarian, but or baker. I mentioned a few professions I would have made a career of, but uh, archaeology is still one of them because you can always find and um, touch those people who's not with us. Like there is an expression again that the, we were like you, or and you'll be like us. It's like if you see the remains, he, he, he yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Well, well let me not, go back to this. Yes. Let me go back to this, My Kingdom for a Horse. Yeah, this is, yeah that's just, the this, it, this is actually from Act 5, Scene 4 of Shakespeare's Richard III. Yeah, at the end of yeah, the play, that's famous. I'm just impression. reading this from, you know, from online that uh, at, at the end of the, I'm reminding myself and also for our subscribers, at the end of the play, Richard has lost his horse on the battlefield. We see his frustration. His opponent, Richmond, has sent out men as decoys dressed like him. Richard has killed five of them, but Richmond himself has eluded him and is now hunting him down. Rich Richard has done well without a horse, but has no chance. Now Richmond is closing in on him. And his ally Catesbury tries to help him. And then he says, A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a little twist, twist and fate. A little twist and mm-hmm. fate. But yeah, I think yeah, that I I knew about
1: this expression since my childhood, but I
0: don't
1: know, there's a reason for everything. I just don't know why.
0: Well, there's so many things that we don't know. And uh, sometimes just talking and, you know, kind of airing out your anxieties is is a little bit helpful. I'm now starting to feel just a little bit better. But you know, it it could turn at any minute. (laughs) yeah yeah
1: is there anything else you'd like to share to share with me and with our listeners because i'm sure we Uh have listeners they're just too shy to you know to come up with questions
0: well you know we have managed michael well michael's on vacation he's in indonesia he's got his own channel he's in indonesia he he was he's, he's busy eating amazing food and Mark Stevens is too busy. You know, everyone's too busy. Like we now, (laughs) we now have 80, 80 some subscribers, but they're all so busy that they never listen to the episodes anymore. So, So I don't know if that's progress or not. You know, like we used to have a, you know, we have Manuel in Germany and Lydia and David Anton and whatnot. And a few people have kind of strong-armed into it. But, um, you know, <clears throat> well, you know, one of my goals was like by the summer we could get 100 subscribers. So I was kind of like sort of trying to do that. And then we got some subscribers and some of them are, have been listening to it. But then they say that when I run into these people, they go, oh, they really, really like it. <laughs> one person said, you know, you talk too much. Why don't you let the other guy talk more? I felt really no, that, awful when this person told me that.
1: No, that's not fair. Um, it is because fair. Because I'm a therapist and you're a client. And clients always talk more than therapists in the real world.
0: Right? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I was feeling really great. We we're getting more, <laughs> more subscribers. And then when I talked to one and asked him what he thought, he said... Well, yeah, I mean the episode's really great. You got a lot of potential there, but you talk too much. Let let the other guy talk. He has got some interesting stuff to say. <laughs> I, I thought that I was pretty I don't hear I any interesting stuff funny.
1: to say. I assure you. My stuff were not be interested. Not interesting. Um,
0: yes, you're self effacing you self <laughs> modesty. <laughs> anyway, I think well, that's I a good it, because my, my chart is getting low. Um, and that's, what, that's what they all say. <laughs> my, my my charge is, up. well, you know, we didn't ring the bell at the beginning, but, you know, uh, sometimes we just have to just jump in and look at the bright side, and we hope that everyone will stay safe. And if anyone's out there, is anyone listening? Is anyone there?